Okay, here we go. With the first pick in the 2020 draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. Like it would Absolutely. be insane. No, you said it. I mean, they, they are, that can happen. You know, I, I don't, I think you're right on. You know, it's just how, how the board falls, you know, on draft day. I just want to tell you why I'm seeing for Cincinnati Bengals. Y'all looking for a football podcast to check out. You got to go get Big Mouth, Small Word, Sport Talk. You got to go in there. So there's a talk to Big Mouth, Small Word, Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Let us go. Indeed. Welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. Now, here I am in the Vikings Lounge podcast studio. Just watched the NFL draft. Day two's coming, so I've got to tell you what happened day one. We've got to go over this. We've got to figure all this out. There were some things I did not understand. There were some things that were kind of crazy. we got to kind of talk through it because in the beginning, I was feeling like a genius. <laughs> in the beginning, I was feeling like a genius. By the end of it, my head was just spinning. So anyway, the first pick, the NFL draft, as you heard, is the Bengals. Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. The Bengals needed a person to give them an identity that wasn't horrible. Joe Burrow manages himself the right way, but he's that right amount of cocky, that perfect mix that you want. You want him to be a little humble, but you also want him to let you know that he can be the guy if he needs to. Dalton, I'm going to give you a little bit of a compliment. You were at times okay, and... The only thing I loved about you was the way you presented yourself, but you had no balls. And because you're the quarterback, the team had no balls. So I'm glad it happened, Joe Burrow. Great move, great move. Then you went to the second pick, the Redskins. By the way, I'm going to go a lot faster than the NFL draft. My God, I feel like it was 9 o'clock by the time there was like the fourth pick. It was unbelievable. Anyway, second pick, Redskins. They go Chase Young. It makes sense. He was pretty much the best person in the draft other than Joe Burrow. He's the most complete athlete. I mean, the power, the speed, he's filthy, like unbelievable athlete. So he's going to be great there. You go to the third pick. Me and Colin talked about it. We thought maybe potentially there could be a trade there. Kind of made sense to me, but the Lions apparently didn't feel like they were giving up enough. So they stayed there and they go cornerback Jeff Okuda, Ohio State. And I agree with that pick. I think it was fine. Um, A lot of people were saying that they should have taken Derek Brown. A lot of people are super high on that guy. And I think he's great. He's top 10 talent. But the third pick, they needed a corner man, not a defensive tackle. So I don't know what these people are talking about. Another pick that didn't make huge sense to me was um, Andrew Thomas going to the Giants at four. Now, he's the best tackle in the draft. I know. Everyone keeps saying that. He's the best tackle in the draft. Best tackle. First of all, all the tackles are pretty damn similar, but he was the best pass-blocking offensive tackle in the draft. I don't think he was the best run-blocking offensive tackle in the draft. And that's a big deal, man. People, people need to understand that. So I believe on my board, 
I had them going Jedrick Wills because he's big. He's got great size. I thought he would be better as far as blocking for Barkley. But to each his own. We'll see what happens. The, the Giants are used to making crazy picks and making people lose their minds. I have some Giants fans on the, on the uh, podcast Instagram page. A lot of them just saying I'm done or putting them gifts and emojis of being upset. So I think they're with me there. <laughs> uh, number five. I was right about the, the Tua. They tanked for Tua. I understand why they picked him here. It makes a lot of sense to me. Everyone was saying he was the best quarterback in the draft. The only problem is he's small. He gets injured a lot. Listen, if he passed all the physical exams like he did, I don't mind them taking him here because a lot of people, and I'm going to kind of combine these, the next pick was Justin Herbert going to the Chargers, which I called from day one. Now, a guy like Justin Herbert, right? He's got all the tools. Give him a little time. He can develop into a big-time quarterback. You know, there's a lot to work with. He's a good pocket passer and all that. The Dolphins don't want the guy that's just coming out of there, and they want the guy that has the intangibles. When you watch Tua play, he's not just standing straight up and and slinging it like a Peyton Manning would. I don't want to compare because Peyton Manning's really good. But Tua is more of a Mahomes. He's not Mahomes, but he plays that style where he can run around. He In Aaron Rodgers, he can move around, make some passes. I think the Dolphins want an identity. I think the Dolphins wanted a guy like him that has the intangibles. Herbert, to me, doesn't have that. He'll work fine with the Chargers. But I like the Tua pick for the Dolphins. And at the same time, I like Herbert for the Chargers because they're going to go with Tyrod Taylor to start. And now they've got a guy behind him that if everything goes to hell, they can use him. And if not, he can wait a couple of years. And that team's ready to win, by the way. The Chargers are sneaky good. Uh, the last few years, they were overrated, but now they're not. Now they're actually underrated. I think they have a really good defense, and I think they have a lot of offensive weapons. And if this pick works out for them the right way, they, they watch out. Then we go to the Panthers. And Leah, my friend, you got a pretty damn good defensive tackle. I know you're not happy about it. Derek Brown, Auburn. A lot of people are more in love with this pick than me. I think he's great. But to me, what is more important to you, a defensive tackle or a linebacker? I would go linebacker every time. They're the quarterback of the defense. But they got Derek Brown. They needed a defensive tackle the most. So to the Panthers, not giving them a, a whole bunch of crap. You made the pick that, that people thought you were going to make. I just personally would go with a guy. You have so many holes. I would go with a guy that's more versatile than that, but that's fine. Which goes to the eighth pick, the Cardinals. They took Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. To me, now he can play linebacker. He can play safety. He can play anything. So I think the only reason that the Cardinals took this guy is because they were like, holy crap, how the, how the hell is this guy here? <laughs> Which is understandable because to me, I said it in my, in my last podcast, he's someone that I'm super, super high on. I think that he's a beast. I think that he's going to translate well to the NFL because he can tackle. He's got great football IQ. I just like the way that he plays. I don't love him as a pick for the Cardinals, but I get why they took him. They took him because they had to. They were just in that position where they look at a guy that's that filthy and they're like, damn, what am I going to do? So they took him. So I'm not going to hate on you, Cardinals. You, you definitely needed offensive line help. You needed to help Kyler Murray. You didn't do that, but you got a great, great linebacker. So 
That's fine. The Jaguars. Cornerback C.J. Henderson, Florida. I had him going to the Falcons at 16. Didn't think he would go up there like that. That was um, surprising. I had Derek Brown going to the Jags, but it ended up being C.J. Henderson. And, hey, the dude can cover. They obviously like what they saw. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Some people think he's better than Okuda. I think those people are on crack, but (laughs) to each his own, man. So I'm not huge on the pick, but they needed a corner. They lost A.J. Bouye, so that's fine. They got a corner. Um, The Browns, this is another case of them seeing Jedrick Wills and being like, oh, okay, let's take him. Now, they they had the option to take Mekhi Becton. I think they made a little bit of a mistake here to me. Um, I really wanted, as I said in the podcast before this, to see the Browns go to a more run-heavy style to help out Baker Mayfield to be running the ball more and to help out Nick Chubb. They go Jedrick Wills. I see him as more of a pass blocker, but he don't get me wrong. He can run block too. But <sighs> Becton's just a huge freak of an athlete. And if he can keep his weight on track, man, he's going to be a good football player. I think they, I think they missed that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Jedrick Wills is okay. It's definitely going to be a transition for him moving over to the left side. That's probably where they're going to play him because they got right tackle Jack Conklin. We'll see. We'll see what you got, Browns. Um, now, Makai Becton was available to the Jets at the 11th pick, and they were like, hey, we're going to do it. So they took him for all the reasons that I just said. <laughs> I had them going, I will say this. I had the Jets going CeeDee Lamb because I just kind of assumed that they were going to get Darnold the weapon. They thought it would be a bigger deal to help him out on the line, so he's seeing less ghosts. I CeeDee Lamb dropped so far, and I don't know how this happened, but let's keep it going with the draft here. So the 12th pick, the Raiders, they take wide receiver Henry Ruggs III out of Alabama. And, I mean, I guess what they're thinking here is you can't teach speed. He's fast. I know he can rip the top off of a defense. I had him as, like, the fourth best wide receiver, though. I had him going to, like, the maybe the third. I had him going to the Broncos. I'm I'm surprised that they took him. He's not very physical. I don't know if he's going to be able to handle, like, press coverage in the NFL this is this makes me scratch my head. We'll see. Time is going to tell what happens. But with the Raiders, I'm not so sure about that pick. The Buccaneers at 13, they took Tristan Worfs out of Iowa. It's a solid pick. I thought they were going to get Andrew Thomas, but the Giants went crazy and drafted him fourth overall. I mean, a lot of the tackles, it's hard to know because going into the NFL, it's just so much different than what they're doing. But... You really can't go wrong with your first four picks as far as the tackles go. So it's fine. You got to protect Brady. Totally makes sense. And they did that. They protected him. Big guy. We'll see what happens with that. At 14, this is a pick I can really talk about here because I, number one, called it. Javon Kinlaw, South Carolina defensive tackle. They lost to Forrest Buckner. 
And they needed to make up for that. A lot of people, and I said, I said, do not feed into the hype. You built your team on defense, not on offense. So don't, don't listen to the hype. Do your thing. You're going to be all right. So they did. They took Kinlaw. Dude, he is going to absolutely destroy with Nick Bowie. He's next to Boza now. Hell, dude, I'll tell you. That was a good pick. I really liked it. They stuck to what got them to the dance, and that's important. I thought they made a really good choice here, and I, I'm fired up. Good for the 49ers. You did a good job. At 15, Broncos, they took wide receiver Jerry Judy. You knew they were going to go wide receiver. I like Judy. Um, as most people say, he's the best route runner in the draft. He looks really small to me. I just watching him on the highlights. I'm like, that dude looks like if he gets hit hard enough, there's going to be a problem there. Um, hmm. And another thing that you never know, like I, like I said before with the receivers is how they're going to handle press coverage. Cause a lot of schemes in college are zones, but with him being as small as he is, he's going to have to kind of convert his style to maybe more of a slot type deal, or maybe he's just going to prove me wrong. You never know. So Jerry Judy, pretty good pick. Not going to hate on it. Number 16, Falcons had to go cornerback. A lot of people are giving him crap because they think that they reached on this pick. They think that they should have taken like a defensive tackle because there were better ones available. Listen, sometimes when you have a position in need, you take the best available guy at that position in need. I have no problem with what they did. I think AJ Terrell's fine. I think he's got good hands. I think that he's going to be a decent corner in the league. So I'm not going to hate on that pick. I think they did what they had to do. Um, If they weren't in love with him, they should have traded out and tried to get more draft capital. But with where they were at, if they liked that player, to each his own. Who the hell knows? Onto a team at 17, the Cowboys, that got, this is the steal of the draft. They got wide receiver CeeDee Lamb out of Oklahoma. This is just, the Cowboys must have been sitting there, and Jerry Jones, trust me, wanted to make a mistake. He did. But if there's one thing he cares about more than making a mistake, it's making a splash. Jerry Jones sees CeeDee Lamb, and he goes, well, what the hell? I looked at this guy like a top 10 pick. He's falling to me at 17. This was a no-brainer. They didn't need a wide receiver, but how are you going to pass on a guy that is this good? I mean, I totally get why they did this. So good luck stopping the Cowboys. They got Gallup. They got CeeDee Lamb. They got Amari Cooper. That's going to be destructive. So that, that right there could have been the steal of the draft. Unbelievable. Now, the Dolphins at 18, I had them go in Xavier McKinney because he's the best safety in the draft. I'm going to keep saying that, even though he didn't even go in the first. But And I had them going Austin Jackson with their next pick, but they went Austin Jackson with 18. I like the player. A lot of people think he's going to take a few years to get where he needs to go, but I'm okay with that because you've got Fitzpatrick, you're building in Miami. Everybody wants a finished product in like one or two years. That's why the Browns could never get it right because they kept giving up on each team every two years that they weren't good. You need to build, build, build. I like the pick. I would have went with something else, but Austin Jackson's fine. I get why they did it. They picked him a little early, but it's totally fine. They got they got what they needed there. 
the Raiders. Now this, this surprised me a bit too. They go cornerback Damon Arnett, Ohio State at 19. It surprised me because I had them going cornerback. But Damon Arnett at 19, I didn't even have him in the first round. I mean, you've got Christian Fulton, LSU. You've got Jalen Johnson from Utah. They didn't even go in the first. And I'm like, maybe they're thinking because Arnett was opposite Jeff Okuda, who went in the third round of the Lions, and he saw a lot of action. Don't get me wrong. He's a good player. I just had him as like a second or even a third round pick. He's physical. And listen, time will tell with this one. It's just one of those picks where if it doesn't work out, people are going to look at them and go, what the hell were you thinking? Sometimes, sometimes just take the best available player. I, I think they reached on this one. Maybe they liked what, they obviously liked what they saw. But a um, little bit of a reach. The Jaguars at 20. Big pickup here, man. Clavon Kaysen, LSU. Come on, man. This is a dude that's on the field at all times. And he's productive. He's had a little bit of injury issues. But as I said in the podcast before, this dude made big plays when it counted. And I originally saw him going to the Cowboys. I thought it would have made a lot of sense when you got Poe. And you've got Gerald McCoy on the inside. He would have been great on the outside. But when, like I said, when CeeDee Lamb comes a knocking, you let CeeDee Lamb in the damn building. So I get that. And I get the Jaguars got a great pass rusher. This is great. It's good for them. Um, on to 21. This didn't make sense to me at all. I'm not going to lie to you. The Eagles go wide receiver, Jalen Rager, TCU. He can catch. Not hating on that. He didn't run a very great 40 at the combine. I just see a guy like Justin Jefferson sitting there. And he he's just better. And you passed on him. I don't understand it. I, I really don't. Because Justin Jefferson was making huge 50-50 ball catches, and he's just physical, and he's strong. And you think of the Eagles. That's what you think of like that. You you want a big bruiser, and Rager's not that guy. He, So, you know, they took him. I don't agree with the pick. I really hope it works out because in my fantasy league, I have to take Eagles players. So let's hope that Rager can figure it out. Um. But with the 22nd pick, the Vikings were like, oh, crap, you didn't take Justin Jefferson? We'll we'll do that. <laughs> so the Vikings were like, all right, we got rid of Diggs, and now we got Justin Jefferson. That's huge, huge. Um, Vikings are still going to suck this year, though. So the 23rd pick was the New England Patriots pick, and we all did the joke of they're going to trade out <laughs> because, you know, it's Patriots. It's what they do. I thought they would stay in the first round to try to pick some people, but they got an offer they couldn't refuse. Now, they the trade they traded with the Chargers. Chargers end up picking Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. He's a great player. And he's a big time playmaker. But what the Patriots did was right. I'm gonna fight this with anyone that wants to fight me on this. They got a second and a third round pick. A second and a third round pick. 
those two players could be so impactful. It's not even funny. I know you look at the first round and you go, oh my God, it's the first round. The second and third round guys could be just as good, if not better. So yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating on that. You see guys like Deandre Swift, Jonathan Taylor still available. You get, you guys, Xavier McKinney, you got, there's a lot of guys that are available. So not hating on what the Patriots did. I'm hating a little bit on what the Chargers did, man. That they give up too much for a guy. They obviously believe in him. They obviously wanted another playmaker on the defensive side. I'm just surprised at how much they gave up. Which leads me on to the Saints at 24. I had joked that they would take Jordan Love. And it really wasn't a joke. I thought they were not bought in on Taysom Hill. But the Jordan Love news goes on later, so let's, let's get rid of that. I had them taking him. They didn't. I also thought they were going to go wide receiver, but they're fine with what they've got. They got Emmanuel Sanders as free agent, so they want to protect Drew Brees. They got center Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. He's a good player. The only thing is the Saints already have one of those, so maybe they're going to line him up somewhere else and um, see how that works. It was a little bit of a head-scratcher to me. I wasn't sure why they went center here, but who the hell knows? They, I would say Sean Payton would know better than me, but we will see. The 49ers at 25, this was a strange pick. Um, I brought this guy up, Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. I told you that I really liked him in the offense, especially with the 49ers. He should be phenomenal. He has great talent. He had the the core injury, and he's definitely had a lot of injuries, which could be a bit of a concern, but he's an effective player when he's healthy. The only thing is the 49ers don't pick again until the fifth, so they better be damn sure that they did their due diligence on this guy to make sure he's the guy they want. If he's healthy, he's the right guy. So let's hope that he stays healthy, unless you don't root for the 49ers and whatever. <laughs> but, um, oh, on to this pick. On to this pick. The Packers at 26, I would I would have bet you my house that they're going wide receiver to help Aaron Rodgers. Would have bet you my house. And what do they do? They draft quarterback Jordan Love out of Utah State. What? What? Why? Now, it screws over my friend Ted in fantasy football, so from that aspect, it's hilarious, and I love them for it. But Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to play until 40. His numbers haven't dropped. I know I give him a lot of crap for being overrated, but he is a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. And they needed a receiver. They needed defensive help. I don't understand. I know that, like, Jordan Love sitting behind Rodgers is going to be huge for Love. And and it's in that aspect, it makes sense. But you're acting like you have a, a phenomenal team. You don't. You just lost so many pieces. You did nothing in free agency. And now you're just going to try. What do you think? Devin Funches is going to save your offense? I hope you don't think that. Because, my God, if you... If you think that, you're going to be in for a damn rude awakening. I'll tell you that right now. So um, not to mention, Aaron Rodgers is not a very lovable guy. So he's going to take this as a huge threat, and he's going to hate this kid. So good luck with that, Packers. That was that was a fail right there. 
Amazing, funny to watch. Fail, though. 27, the Seahawks. Uh, they do it again. They don't get Russell Wilson any help on the line. I am done predicting that they will do that. They obviously don't care about Russell Wilson's health or well-being, so I'm done with thinking that they'll ever do the right thing with that. They got um, linebacker Jordan Brooks, Texas Tech. I like Brooks, um, but it's almost like I don't think he's NFL ready right now. And this is the first round. The Seahawks are built to win now. They're not built for the future. Russell Wilson's not getting younger. So I just don't understand why they didn't get him any help on the damn offensive line. You know, when he gets injured, it's going to be too late, Seattle. So not a huge fan of that pick either. At 28, when I talked to Hugh Jackson in the last podcast, shout out to Hugh Jackson for being great and for being an awesome guy and talking to me. He didn't have to do that, and that was fantastic. Shout out to the Hugh Jackson Foundation. If you haven't already, donate. I did. They're great people. They deserve your support. And I'm going to be trying his tequila. So I'll let you guys know. I'll give a review on that. But I had talked about them taking DeAndre Swift. And Hugh had mentioned them with the running backs. He had mentioned they do. Well, the first thing he mentioned, honest to God, was linebackers. Second thing he mentioned was running back and then cornerbacks. He nailed it. Patrick Queen, LSU, he was available it, they could have done anything, and I would have been like the Ravens made the right move because their team is so complete. It's not like they needed any one thing. So it's a good pick. Queen should be a star, especially on this defense with the amount of playmakers he has around him. It's going to allow him to roam around, and he's got great range. He's outstanding. He can go sideline to sideline, so he's going to be great. Then go to the Tennessee Titans at 29. They took offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. I think it's an all right pick. He's a massive right tackle on a team that needs a massive right tackle. You got Derrick Henry, so <laughs> you, you need that. You lost Jack Conklin. You had to figure out how to replace him, and you did that. I mean, the kid's a mauler. In the run game, he's basically perfect for what the Titans do. So this was a good pick. I thought they, I thought they nailed this pick. At number 30, the Dolphins go cornerback. I thought they were going to take safety Xavier McKinney. I would have advised them to do that, but they go cornerback. I'm not going to try to pronounce this name. Noah Imbognahi? We're going to go with that. Imbognahi, Imbognahi, I'm probably butchering it out of Auburn. He plays very fast. I'm not going to lie. I had to look up his profile because I wasn't huge on him. But for a fast dude, he can tackle. Normally, you can't have both. But this dude is real fast. He's a track guy. And, man, he can freaking tackle. Watching what I did and, and looking at what I did, it looks like he loves to play press man which will be great because you've got Byron Jones on the other side of him, Miami, who is probably the best man-to-man corner in the league. So you add this guy to the other side, I don't hate the pick. Um, I thought they'd go safety, but they went corner. So now you've got two, potentially two really, really good corners, and we'll see what happens. I don't hate that pick. I think the Dolphins had a, a really good first round. At the 31st pick, 
You had the Vikings, cornerback Jeff Gladney, TCU. It's more a need pick for them, I would say. I like the player. He's got a little bit of, like, some character concerns. It's something they're going to have to address. But, I mean, come on, man. You got Mike Zimmer. He's a hard ass. He's He was the f- defensive coordinator for the Bengals. He knows... He knows jerks, so he can <laughs> he can figure this out. Um, I know Mike Zimmer loves to draft corners as well, so, I mean, the, the pick made sense. Don't hate it. Number 32, I had the Chiefs going running back, so I was right there. I, I was surprised at who they took, though. Clyde Edwards-Hellier from LSU. Hmm. I wanted them to take DeAndre Swift. I thought that with, if he was available, which he was, he's James White 2.0. I mean, imagine Mahomes being able to dump it off. Now, I know, I guess with this guy, you can dump it off. Obviously, Joe Burrow used him. He was great. But this guy almost reminds me more of like a Maurice Jones Drew. Would you rather have a Maurice Jones Drew or like a Chris Johnson? You know what I mean? Like it's. I don't know. Maybe they wanted like a heavy, heavy runner or I I didn't love the pick. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And the thing is, no one knows until they hit the field in the NFL. None of us know. We like to talk. We like to think that we know what we're talking about. But at the end of the day, we don't really know. With all of these things being said, crazy first round. All in all, I think the NFL did a great job with the simulcast, I wasn't supremely bored with everything. I thought they did a pretty damn good job. And you look at some of these teams that are going to be at the start of the second round. I'm obviously not going to go over that right now. We're 30 minutes in. But the Cincinnati Bengals are in such a weird spot right here. It's a great spot to be in, don't get me wrong. But are you going to go with an offensive tackle like a Josh Jones? Are you going to go with like an Ezra Cleveland? You're going to go a linebacker. You definitely need linebacker help. You're going to go with Willie Gay Jr. The only problem with that is I feel like he's not good enough being as high as you are to take this pick. You got DeAndre Swift available. You got Jonathan Taylor available. You've got some seriously good players. It's a good problem to have. If I had to guess what they're going to do, I would say they're going to take Ezra Cleveland, offensive tackle, Boise State. What I would want them to do is take DeAndre Swift, make mix and sweat a little bit. And if you got to move on, you got to move on. No hate to Mixon, though. I think you're one of the best backs in the league. I just think of the future, man. We got Burrow. We're finally figuring it out. And you've got some teams, man. You've got some teams sitting there that, I look at and I'm like, huh, what the hell is this team going to do? You've got the Colts at 34. You've got the Patriots at 37. I look at a guy like Jalen Hurts and I go, why wouldn't the Patriots? They might want to start Stidham. That's fine. Put him in the back burner. I mean, he knows what that's like. He And he looks like he's a proven winner. I wouldn't hate that. The Patriots have five picks in the second and third round. They can make something happen. They can make some noise with those picks, man. There's a lot of great players available, man. 
and it's going to be real interesting. I wouldn't even put it past the Colts to go for a guy like Jalen Hurts. We'll see, though. Man, there's so many people I can't believe. T. Higgins, still available. you got some killers in the second round that are going to absolutely get it going. And I'm excited to watch it. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, after the Hugh Jackson podcast, everything really blew up. And I really have to thank you guys for giving a crap and listening. I know we're all stuck in quarantine. You got nothing better to do. But still, it really means the world to me for you guys listening. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, I say it all the time, but follow at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. I put a lot of work into that, and I hope y'all appreciate it, and I know you do. So I'm going to be doing a day two podcast. We'll see all the pics. We'll talk about it. Thanks for listening. I love y'all. Stay safe.